Hey, I'm Spencer. And I'm Britton. Since 2011, Buckethead has released 311 Fikes in his Fike series, and we're going to come original. This is... Getting Head of actors for the minions and the voice actor for Gru, the men, uh, the group of men who are blue, podcasts whose crime is true, cows that go moo, tip a canoe, and Tyler too, noble laureate Stephen Chu, Mm -hmm. those who do voodoo, those who have boo-boos, and the cast of Full Metal Jacket, redo. Wow. Everybody waiting in line, trust me, it's going to be fine. Because you know it's time, and time will pass, for episode 89 of Getting Head, a Bucket Cast! What's up? Oh, hey, man. How are how we doing? Uh, how we doing? The, the Howie, Howie Mandel uh, sitcom, yeah. Shortly uh, Lived? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, five, five out of five stars. Okay. Yep. 89! Is the Isbin Group identifier for books published in Korea? Isbin, 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 Isbin. That's the real yeah. hero of the yeah, show d- this totally, week, totally. every week, really. Yeah, I mean, that's really the only thing that's kept us going into the eighties here. Is is the Isbin? <laughs> we are. Uh, it's all about the Isbin, baby. <laughs> that's the name of the episode, <laughs> right there. It's early this time. Yeah, that's, like uh, I, how I come. Yeah, yeah. Original. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I Speaking mean, of coming original, hey, Buckethead released his 311th Pike last week. Look at that. Look at that. That's really exciting. That's really probably the most exciting news yeah. that we got. I'm glad we're leading with yeah. that. I believe it is uh, number 316 in mm-hmm. the Pike series, but he still has five unreleased Pikes. Yeah. As we know. So, uh, do you remember when you wanted to listen to the Pikes in release order and it became such a nightmare of like figuring out when was what? That we were like, no. yeah, yeah. Well, it only happened a few <laughs> times though. Um, yeah, because like in the early pikes, for some reason, he like released them out of order from like mm-hmm. when they were announced and stuff, which doesn't really happen anymore. But will when he releases or if he releases, I guess the five unreleased pikes, because mm-hmm. those are all like in the late two hundreds, like two eighty five through. 300 or something like that so So weird it's super strange yeah super strange it's an interesting uh bucket mystery yeah Yeah. we have a few of those on this podcast but hey it's episode 89 we managed to make it this far yeah let's uh, do a quick patreon update let's do it so uh so as you might know uh we we haven't done a patreon update in a little while and we Mm -hmm. we probably should Mm because we should update you on what's going on in our lives what's going on with the patreon all of that. So, yeah. uh, is uh, some of you might not know, or if you're uh, current on the episodes, I think Spencer mentioned it on the couple podcasts ago. Uh, he's going to be. Um, oh, yeah. Are we talking about the thing? The thing. I I'll talk about that. Yeah, I'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna just give you the floor in just a second, but yeah, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Spencer kind of has some big news that's going to affect I do. everything. I do. Uh, yeah. Why don't you take it away, Spencer? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, so I'm 
being sent to California being because sent. of my job. Yeah. Uh, my job is sending me to California for five months. Five uh, months. To work at uh, Best Buy headquarters. Yeah. He's, <laughs> and, he's going to... Uh, He's going to become a Geek Squad leader, is uh, what the training is for. Uh, sure. They're going to give him body armor, and uh, he's going to be... Uh, you're going to train me how to respond to active shooters, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, because like, that, that's what they do, you know, now that we're arming the teachers, we also arm the tech support people. I mean, you're t- uh, you were on the Geek Squad before, now you're going to be on the Geek Militia, which is a oh, step yeah, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, correct. You're, correct. Uh, you have been drafted into a command position mm-hmm, there uh, mm-hmm. because of your, your uh, knowledge of... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, geek things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Geek absolutely. things. I, I got so knowledgeable at resetting passwords that they're like, listen. We're going to send you to Password University. <laughs> We're going to send you to Password University in the Bay Area of California. We're going to put you up in a $4,000 a month apartment. And you're going to learn everything there is to know about at least eight characters, one capital letter, and one mm, number. The Passmaster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. Um, so as a result of me going to California, that is going to change things a little bit. If you don't know this, we actually recorded the first year of this podcast over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we actually like, well, we did a, a, a handful of episodes yeah, in real a life. Few, but, like, a few real life episodes, but not many. Most of them were yeah. over Zoom. Um, so we're, we're going to switch back to that, which honestly, you probably won't notice. It's probably yeah. going to be basically I the mean, same. I mean, honestly, you're going to have probably better internet there than you have here. So Yeah, that's true. It might even that's be uh, easier. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I, uh, I'll i be switching the streams over to my fancy gaming PC, so like the streams will probably look a little nicer, too. So cool. look at that. Uh, but yeah, Super. that's what I'm doing. So that, that's that been like consuming my life for the last couple of weeks, and especially this week, because I'm Driving to California on Friday. We're recording this on a Monday. Yeah. And uh, so by the yeah. time you hear this, uh, Spencer will be in California. That's fucked up to think, yeah. right? So if you want yeah. his address and uh, want to like take a take a poop on his floor or something, oh yeah, let me know. I yeah. also know how to pick locks, so <laughs> nice. I, yeah. I can help you out. Maybe leave the door open for you if you want to leave a deuce open. I'm him. here for the harassment. You know that's actually happened to me before. Someone's taken a poop in your house or? On, on my doorstep. Yes. Oh, on your door. I mean, that's different than taking it like on your floor. But yeah, that's yeah, pretty but, funny. But on my doorstep, a, a, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, did that uh, to me with the assistance of another mutual friend of ours. Um. <laughs> Are they previous guests? No, actually, neither of them. Um, surprisingly, which is why I didn't say past guest, but uh, interesting. Some interesting. of our Alaska friends teamed up to poop on my porch at one point, and that was uh, they thought that was very funny, super funny. My mom freaked out, uh, she was so freaked out. It was very funny. Super porch, <laughs> super duper. All right, so yeah, so that's uh, that's gonna change things a little bit. Um, yeah, you know, as as you might know, we uh, we also have another podcast, Soy Trek, uh, which mm-hmm. is picking up a lot of steam. Um, and, uh, so we're just kind of going to rebrand into uh, a podcast network Yeah, known as dumb idiot bullshit. The dibs network. Dibs network. Yeah. What we're doing because we are making dumb idiot bullshit. We are. And for and, you and, and, and with for that, us. hopefully we can kind of expand a little bit. Maybe, uh, we're going to like, you know, bring in guest hosts and stuff. I think a bit more here and there, mm-hmm. uh, maybe try to, you know, make offshoots and stuff. Cause you know, we're, we're getting to the point where, we're almost caught up with the whole Buckethead podcast. Definitely. And uh, I have I have another podcast I'm working on that may or may not be on the network because it's not funny at all. Nah. Um, but 
you know, we'll 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 see how it goes. And um, thanks you, for bearing with us. Sorry we haven't been doing bonus episodes, but we're gonna figure out some way to uh, you know give you something cool. So sorry about totally. That. I was thinking we'll we'll maybe start doing some like movie nights on the Discord, and then we can release the audio from that as like a, a commentary track. That could be fun. So we could do something like that. Like I don't know. There's some ideas. Yeah. We'll we'll figure something out. And so thanks for thanks for bearing with us. We appreciate all of our supporters, but especially mm-hmm. Ian Killia. Oh yeah. Dan Morrison. Oh yeah. Don't live. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. But thank you for everyone for all of your support. Hell yeah. Indeed. Bert, what's up with you? What's been what what what's the coolest thing you found in the pool? Uh Oh, we were talking earlier. I don't think that was on the podcast at all. No, so. no, no I'm just saying. Oh, okay. What's the coolest thing you found in your pool? I mean, nothing cool. Yeah. I mean, but you, but you're maintaining a pool now in Washington. I, I maintain means, like, a pool. All sorts of shit be getting in that pool. Yeah, yeah. It's it's cool. It's cool to maintain a pool. I uh, mm-hmm. you know I, I do a lot more maintenance than that, but you know the pool is a thing that I have to do like pretty much every day. You think you're gonna find a diaper in there? Come no, summer, I uh, bet you, I bet you're gonna find a diaper in there. If I if I hear tool music playing uh, from the like oh, yeah. the courtyard, I yeah, know there you're will closing be closing the pool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sorry, like, no nope. diapers in the pool. Nope, nope, nope. We are no not tool gonna... at the pool either. No, no, no. no. Nope. We're this not is a no that. tool pool. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, sometimes you just gotta set those boundaries ahead of time. It's like a preemptive strike. Preempt, yeah, like a George Bush preemptive strike. Yeah, it's like, important. It's important. Mm-hmm. We like George you know, W. Bush. We yeah, we saw how well that worked out for him. We're worked adopting that into our own lives. So good, yeah, so good. You see that th- that video going around of him where he's like talking at some kind of conference recently, and then he like he slips the, up. He and has he, the gaff. Yeah, yeah. Everyone saw that Spencer. That was yeah. like huge everywhere. That was really good. Yeah, that was good. That was not good. I mean, it was funny. I laughed. <laughs> but laugh more because of the horror of the situation, not not yeah, because it's, of uh, it's it's terrifying you know. that like a man is basically openly joking about his war crimes. Yeah, that's that's not, where we're at. That that shouldn't be I like mean, normalized. Well, I, I okay. Firstly, I agree, but also if you let's say you committed some war crimes and then nobody did anything about it for twenty years, like you'd probably be joking about it too. You know. Uh, that that's like assuming that I am capable of committing war crimes, which I I really don't think I am. I, not not I'm not making no judgment on your character. Like no no. So these war crimes they have nothing to do with your character. It's just it's but something you're assuming that, that in this situation that I have committed some war crimes. Hey, it can happen to anybody. It can't happen <laughs> to anybody, Spencer. Only people in the highest seats of power get to commit war crimes, okay. or like or like okay. people with the guns, mm-hmm. with like a, an innocent like population mm-hmm. with fucking nothing to defend themselves with. It's it's people in power situations mm-hmm. that can do the war crimes. I never aspire to that power. If I ever get well, that power, I would abdicate it because no one deserves that amount of power. True. Yeah. That said. You find yourself in a little bit of a war crime situation, <clears throat> as we all do, and then uh, you're like, oh, well, shit, committed all these war crimes, and then everybody's like, it's all right, though. 
And then, uh, you know, 20 years later, you're like, ha, ha, oops. I'm just, I'm you know, paint, <laughs> paint pictures of the soldiers I sent to die. <laughs> Some Mexican immigrants I also sent to die. <laughs> Fuck you, George W. Bush. All right. Speaking of George the, W. Bush. I think the W stands for wiener. It stands for ween. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a big ween fan. That makes sense. Big, yeah. Yeah. I'm a yeah. big fan of chocolate and cheese, George W. Bush. Definitely. Speaking uh-huh. of uh, ween. Yeah, definitely speaking of ween. I think it's time for goth news. Let's get into it. Beneath the weeping moon, it's goth news. Goth news. Goth news for cool dudes. So we can goth news. Prior to their lavish coastal Italian wedding, Travis Barker and his wife, Courtney Kardashian, now Barker, repeated, or reportedly held repeatedly, a, repeatedly <laughs> held a, a gothic-styled bachelor party in the desert last weekend. Courtney cool. posted a slew of media on her Instagram on the day, Thursday, June 10th, of the candle-laden festivities, which she titled... Romeo and Juliet vibes for the Bach. The Bach? Uh, that's exactly what it said. <laughs> like the Bach, like the composer. Oh, for the Bach. Okay. Yeah, I guess. But also, does she know what happens at the end of Romeo and Juliet? Because mm. it's not a, like, it. Okay. <laughs> They're like, yeah, these two self-destructive people are going to kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to drink poison together, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, Fuck yeah. So breaking from tradition, the two celebrated their bachelor and bachelorette party together, which is fucked up and totally codependent. They also served a cake that said, Kravis forever. What the fuck is fucking wrong with these people? Okay. Yep. That's cool. And in goth obituaries, besides Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian trying to murder the goth movement, Mm. um, Uh Baxter Black... American cowboy poet, broadcaster, and veterinarian passed away this week. Oh? Black was best known for his many volumes of poetry and fiction, which varied from novels to poem books to children's literature, as well as his syndicated show, Baxter Black on Monday, Mm -hmm. which was syndicated by NPR stations since 1989 and reportedly is the only thing Garfield looked forward to on Mondays. (laughs) Black okay. resided in Benson, Arizona with his wife, Cindy Lou Black, where they had no cell phone, television, or fax machine. That's pretty goth. One of his philosophies of life claims, in spite of all the computerized, digitalized, high-tech innovations of today, there will always be a need for a cowboy. Mm. When asked, I agree with that. Yeah, when asked what made him decide to become a cowboy, he said... You either are one or you aren't. Mm -hmm. You never have to decide. Oh, man. I agree with that. Oh, yeah. We love that. Fuck, yeah. So goth. Those are words to live by. Those are goth words. That's goth night right there. So rest in peace, cowboy hero. The the dude from Swans heard that and was like, yeah, I'm a cowboy. I'm going to assault a woman. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) go assault my girlfriend. Um, (laughs) Fucking hate to see it. So... uh, so rest in peace, goth cowboy hero. Find that great steer, the great goth range in the sky. Most importantly, brother, stay dead. 
And finally, in goth news this week, oh, yeah. it was announced earlier this week that the NFL has a new official pizza sponsor in Little Caesars, ending <laughs> their four-year relationship with Pizza Hut and further distancing themselves from goth and pizza patriarch Papa John Schnatter's former pizza chain. Oh, fuck. The NFL terminated the relationship. The NFL's hot and ready, baby. They are. They're they're hot and ready and uh pizza pizza. Yeah. 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 Um deep dish. I don't I don't know. I don't know about deep dish. I do know about deep dish. Little Caesar's deep dish is a delight. Is it? It is. Okay. Yeah, it's cuz it's like uh you know, they have the cheese on top. So okay. it's it's a Detroit style deep dish which is so much better than a goddamn Chicago style deep dish which is fucking bullshit. What what are the fucking differences? The difference is I've sh- never had deep dish and I don't really understand it. Okay, so here's here's how it goes. Uh Chicago style deep dish. Um uh-huh. it starts with a layer of sauce. Uh-huh. And then you have the cheese and the toppings and then you have a layer of sauce on top of that. Oh. And so it, the sauce is on top and there's a lot more sauce than there's cheese. And it ends up being a lot more like a casserole because it's also like baked into a pan. Yeah. And, you know, and so it's like it is like a casserole. It's like fucking masquerading as a pizza. Whereas the Detroit style is just like it's kind of like a, a, a really thick pan pizza almost. Okay. With the sauce on bottom and the cheese and the toppings on top like a traditional pizza. And then it's usually cooked in a pan in a pizza oven like a pan pizza is. Okay. And so the the the, cru- the crust is like better and butterier and crispier and it's um it's just a much better experience. Detroit style all the way baby. All right. Okay, I can get behind that. Yeah. That sounds all right. Anyway, back to uh back to goth news here. The NFL terminated the relationship with both Papa John's and Papa John Schnatter when he stepped down as CEO of Papa John's in 2018 after he blamed declining sales on football players protesting the treatment of black people in America, causing their stock to fall 30%. Mm -hmm. He then used the N-word during a conference call. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I... I watched a movie the other night that I want to talk about because okay. it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um I I watched this because I saw the 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 title of it and mm-hmm. I was like that looks dumb. And then I saw or no, sorry, I saw the cover of it and I was like that looks dumb. But then I saw who was in it and I was like, "What?" Okay. Um so this is the uh cover for the movie. It's called The Requin. Cool. I think I have that on my server. Uh, it is starring Alicia Silverstone. Interesting. Uh, and it's a film that came out in 2022. Oh, wow. I didn't know Alicia Silverstone was still doing stuff. Right? Hmm, okay. I was very curious about it. So I was like, what the hell? Uh, and I was like hanging out. And then uh, I was like, okay, I'm just going to put this on. I want to see what this is. I want to see what this is about. Mm-hmm. Currently, it sits at a 2.6 out of 10 on IMDb. And I would say that's fair. Okay. Uh, what's interesting about the film mm-hmm. is that it, firstly, Alicia Silverstone's in it, and she's it's it's not like one of those like Bruce Willis movies where he, like he's in it for like five minutes and then like yeah. it's she, other she characters. She actually stars it. She's actually in it, and she's in every scene. Like yeah. she's well, I mean, in that, the entire. That makes movie. sense. She's probably not an expensive actress to get anymore, which is like crazy because she was so big in the late nineties. Like yeah, but she was only big for a few years. Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't very one of those... Brendan Fraser. 
Like yeah, but but people, there's a movement behind bring bringing yeah. Brendan Bragg, bringing Brendan Bragg, bah, 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 bah. Brendan Braga bringing Brendan back. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Brendan Braga. Brandon. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's go, Brandon. Uh, yeah. We should just start saying that on Sony Drive. Yeah, I think we've talked about this, haven't we? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, so, anyways, uh, this movie is crazy. It starts off as a commercial for Vietnam. Like the first uh, forty minutes of the movie is just like Alicia Silverstone and some dude like going around Vietnam, and it's literally shot just like a commercial. And the music is very commercial-like, and everyone they talk to like shares a fact about uh, Vietnamese history and why Vietnam is great. Oh, and then they keep so, talking about how great their trip is and how oh, great Vietnam is. I love a film that's so obviously funded by like, yes. an, like a government organization or something. And so like to, oh. to its credit, the first half of the film like looks surprisingly nice. You're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, wow, Vietnam's nice. Like this looks okay. okay. Like this, I mean, it's a commercial for Vietnam, but it still like kind of looks nice. Sure. And then the last like majority of the films, the last like two thirds of the film mm-hmm. is literally like a soundstage with a green screen. It's a soundstage of water with a green screen behind it. Uh-huh. And that is it for the rest of the film. Like they are not on a real location for the rest of the film. Sick. I yeah. Love that. Uh, and it is, there is some wild acting in this film. It okay. is, it is not, uh, not our, our friend Alicia's best work, uh, I would say. Uh, cool. But uh, it, it, it was quite an adventure. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed watching it because it was so weird and bad. And like the mix of like, uh, <laughs> like half being a commercial for Vietnam and the other half being like, let's see how much mileage we can get out of Alicia Silverstone floating on something in a soundstage. Like, and it was not very much mileage, but they like push it. it is, there's so much of her just floating. <sighs> push it. Yeah. Push real good. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but th- I watched that, and it was a it was an adventure. Interesting. Um, you you watched anything good lately? I watched something that blew my fucking mind recently. I love that. Uh, Mad God from 2022 is one of the coolest movies I've ever seen in my fucking life. I've watched it twice in the last like three days. Mad Dog 2020. Mad Dog 2020 is the best beverage I've ever <laughs> shat out is water and, and blood and yeah uh, water and blood water blood corn syrup that's yeah, all, there you go. all it comes out as uh-huh. it's uh-huh. it rearranges itself in your bowels and uh-huh. uh tries to it just it robs you of nutrients uh it robs you of your dignity as well yeah that's yeah true. mad dog 2020 is not recommendo my friend yeah hindsight is 2020 and so is mad dog don't drink it um the Mad God 2022. So, so Mad God uh, from 2022, it's entirely, uh, not entirely, it's mostly stop motion. Okay. And I can't describe it. It is just the most incredible set building in miniatures I've ever seen. It displays a world that is truly grotesque and captivating and incredible. It is- Grotesque like a like a Jimmy Screamer clause. It's, I mean, that, but it doesn't feel so edgy. So it is, mm. it is incredibly inventive, and it's, it takes place in this, like, hellish world, uh, but it is so inventive and so fucking cool. There is no dialogue at all in the film. It is, it's not a silent film, but the, the music is so fucking good. 
I cannot recommend this film enough. Nice. Uh, if it's in a theater around you, go see it like right now. Uh, if you can't, it's on Shutter. Uh, go see it on Shutter. Um, you know, it's it it fucking rocked. That sounds rad. Yeah, I'll have to give it a check. It so out. So good. I'll have Matt, to give it a check. It out. So that's, that's how I feel. About good. That. I I recommended it. Uh, to a Dan Bone specifically. Ah, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he builds yeah, miniatures yeah. and stuff, and he said he like watched the trailer and he freaked out about it. Yeah, and that's I'm awesome. like, yeah, dude, you okay. got to, Tight. you got to see this because it is a truly mind bending experience. I'd say mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! Well, that's awesome. I love that. Speaking of a mind bending experience, I think it's, it's time to get in the mind of a mind bender. Bucket fact. Oh boy, today we're going to talk about a pretty remarkable album that doesn't get mentioned a whole lot in bucket lore. Ben Waz, Devil Dub, released on Black Hole Records in 1999. All right. Ben Waz was an American electronic duo from Oakland, California. Featuring Anthony Chaba, also known as House, on programming and bass guitar, and Eric Ware, also known as Dr. Ware, on programming and keyboards. Hmm. Uh, they released a break EP in 1998, and but after that, the duo began recording their debut album, Devil Dub. During this time, Chaba and Ware met producer and engineer... Hopeton Overton Brown, which is that's the, such a fucking sick isn't name. Isn't it so good? What the fuck? But he's uh, better known as a pioneering uh, dub producer scientist mm. uh, while he was opening for Bill Laswell's Praxis in San Francisco in 1998. Huh. And the uh, they were summarily, summarily introduced to the rest of the band Praxis. Benoit would eventually recruit most of Practice, including Brian Mantia, DJ Disc, and of course Buckethead. Who is credited with playing guitar and neuro pulse guitar activated larynx modeler? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, uh, according to House, um, one half of Benoit, mm-hmm. the way Devil Dub was created never placed us all in the studio together at the same time. Each person came in for a day or two and we recorded them improvising. First, we had Brain play some click tracks in a studio and then sampled him back in our laboratory. Yeah. Armed with these beats, Dr. Ware and I created grooves and asked everyone else to come in as their schedules permitted. It's like acting in a science fiction film that incorporates computer-generated effects. The actors know there will be a giant animated monster in front of them, but they have to wait for a screening to see what the hell it looks like. Mm-hmm. Which I think is fun. That is fun. Uh, the album was released and gained high critical pl- praise, especially in the dub world, being heralded as one of the best dub and experimental albums of the late 90s. And although it's not well known in Buckethead circles, I'd argue this is a vital album when listening through Bucket's discography, and it's probably the most influential electronic album on which he performs. Hmm. That's pretty sick. I've not heard that. I'll have to give it a check out. Yeah, I mean, it's if you're not really into dub, it's I mean, it's something else, but it's not. That's all right. Dub can be fun. Yeah, it's not really like vocal dub. It's just like electronic dub, which is pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, not dubstep. Don't don't get it twisted. 
yeah, uh, I'd, I'd recommend it. It's it's cool, and you can definitely see where Buckethead gets a lot of his ideas on producing electronics. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. Oh, yeah. We love a bucket fact. Bucket facts. We listen to three this week. Yeah. Pike 265, 266, and 267. Ride, Operator, Cubozo. Far. And Thoractic Spine Collapser. I think it's Thoracic. Is it Thoracic? I think it's Thoracic. Thoracic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thoracic Spine Collapser. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Wow. Yeah. We these did. Were, these were some pikes. Yeah. These, let's, uh, these were some pikes. What, what, what an astute observation. These were definitely some pikes. <laughs> uh, let's get into pikes. Pike 265, Ride Operator Q Bozo. Definitely a QAnon. Uh, totally. Right? Uh, QAnon released, signaling. Released on June 6th, 2017, 32 days after the previous Pike Poseidon. So this is, uh, this is kind of the point in which... Um, uh, pikes start to get a lot more spaced out. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. After this, it's like uh, he, he usually goes a couple months in between making pikes, and there's some like three, four month stretches here and there. Oh wow! Uh, I mean, we're we're close to the end of the pikes he does in 2017, mm-hmm. and this one was released in June. There's only like oh, I wow. think six or seven more after this in 2017. Only two in 2018. So only two in only 2018. Two in 2018. I mean, he was touring wow. a lot of the year. And, oh uh, yeah. Had, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's um, so interesting because it's like you know to us like six or seven albums in a year, like madness. Well, I was just gonna say like to to us six to seven buckethead albums in a year is like oh what are you doing man like you can do way more than this yeah but to any other artist any I mean, other artist it's like, like that's, that's yo crazy. that's insane yeah like even King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard if they release six albums in a year I'm like holy shit that's a lot of music yeah yeah uh. there's some like weirdo collective of some kind for sure they're a band I mean, yeah yeah they're a band. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Ride Operator Cubozo. Um, pretty pretty cool album. Uh, there are eight tracks on this album. The first seven are titled R O Q Bozo, yep. one through seven. Mm-hmm. And then the last track is called Ramp Ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, this this album was sick. Yeah, this one's pretty cool. It's it's, it's a lot of like stream of consciousness type of riffing. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it, it, it all kind of falls. I mean, not all of it, but a lot of like proggy, funky metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, some stoner metal type stuff. Some some sludge. Yeah. I mean, it's all like metalish, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it, it feels like kind of like proggy thrash in it, parts. Yeah, at times, it, it's it's yeah. definitely almost all of it's proggy and it's mm-hmm. all metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it takes a lot of different forms. A lot of times, he does funk stuff. Uh, the bass on this and the third album we listened to this week is pretty sick. Is pretty sick. I did like notice the, the that. The bass lines mm-hmm. are definitely like well thought out. Like there's yeah. a lot of cool counter harmonies. I don't know if this is uh, Dan Monty playing on this or not, but really cool bass lines. Really <coughs> like them. Uh, drums are really well programmed. A lot of really cool staccato stuff. A lot of mm-hmm. doubling going between the guitar, the bass, and the uh, the drums. Like pretty, pretty fucking cool. 
was genuinely surprised that in the comments for this one, mm-hmm. uh, the QAnon bucket guy didn't do like a, a I WWG know, right? one this WGA. Is a Q, Q bozo drop, dude? I know. I was <laughs> I was oh. looking for that shit, but it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, no, like you were saying, um, the the riffing is really diverse, and like not a lot of parts are repeated, mm-hmm. um, which which keeps it feeling pretty fresh and keeps it feeling pretty like. Um, like there's a lot of momentum throughout it. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 frenetic. It never really slows down. It just like moves on. Um, mm-hmm. There's a which one was it? Uh, track four is probably my my favorite track on here. Maybe my track of the week. It's um, it's super unique, uh, mm-hmm. very diverse, and it's super playful. Yeah, it's like it, it's almost like Buckethead is making fun of you with his guitar. Mm. Um, and it gives like a great picture into Buckethead's like genius. Yeah, the the last song "Ramp Ahead" is really really nice. Yeah, and that's a slower song it's compared like to slow, the rest of the album. Yeah, it's but a it's slower, still, like more melodic song. Yeah, it's still like metal, but it's like big arena metal kind of, mm-hmm. like a backing track to maybe like a Def Leppard. It's something. got some some good riffs, good melodic riffs in it. It yeah. just has a nice like epic vibe to it. It does. It's good, fun. Nice way to end the album. Like, yeah, definitely. Especially overall, because yeah. of how diverse it was. Like ending uh-huh. it that way, I felt like really worked. It like really packaged things up nicely. Mm-hmm. Overall, a really solid above average bike. For yeah, sure. and definitely. Uh, yeah, and I, I just really want to shout out the bass on here is awesome. There's some really cool stuff the bass does with effects that mm-hmm. like usually Buckethead doesn't do a ton of bass effects stuff unless it's like. The cue envelope when he's slapping or playing funk music. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a lot of times he'll use like the fuzz or something to make a big, you know, big sounding bass. But like the bass played around with effects a lot. Like it felt like a live bassist and it felt very cool and playful. And like I liked, I liked, I liked like all the songs on here pretty much. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is, I am positive about this album, but Same. still not the best pike of the week. No, it's not. It's, it's a really good pike. But it is not the best pike of the week. Speaking of not the best pike of the week, uh-huh. Pike two sixty six. Oh my god, we're just going, we're just going straight. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I had, I had a question about this. Yeah, when I also had the, uh, the, the comment. This pike blew my dick straight out of my asshole. Out of your asshole? Why was your dick in your asshole? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. That's what I was doing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah as yeah. you do. Um. So. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the last Q drop? Uh, that was done by Q Bozo said. By Q Bozo? Oh, the last like Q... The Q Bozo drop. Yeah, the last Q Bozo drop was just like, uh... <laughs> hey kids, the storm is coming. <laughs> I was going to say, like, hey kids, the stairs are sweaty <laughs> or something fucking weird like that, you know? Like, uh, you, you, Q uh, Bozo be weird out there. Trump has a plan. He's going to drain the swamp, kids. Uh,. <laughs> Uh, the storm is coming, Bucket Patriots. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, where are we going? We go all, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of going one <laughs> and going all, then, okay, this is bad. Yeah, it's uh, Pike, bad. Pike 266. Wow, you're so eager to get Pike into Pike 266. Far I, I am. is the title eager of this beaver. bike. It is far. Uh-huh. Um, far away. So far away. Bring me to myself so far away and leave the bleeding in my hands. In my... I'm sorry, what am I doing? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I keep thinking of that song where it's like, so far away. Oh, yeah, that one too. That, that fucking song. Yeah, yeah. so far away. That's, yeah. uh, that reminds me of like driving in someone's truck in Alaska. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. a big driving in a truck. Driving in Alaska someone song. else's truck in Alaska. Yeah, because yeah, like there's. 
what four rock radio stations so like you're bound to hear some mix of butt rock on all of them yep Either, oh, you're crazy, bitch, but I feel so good in my town. Yeah. They play that on every, like, rock radio station there. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, Alaska's trash. That and, like, every Bad Company single. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is especially uh, Bad Company's Bad Company from their debut album, Bad, Bad Company. Company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you love it when bands do that. It's like, nice. like, yeah, Black Sabbath off, off of Black, Black Sabbath, Sabbath by, by Black, Black Sabbath. Sabbath. Yeah, that's a yeah. really good one. Yeah, yeah, or uh, uh, Deicide by Deicide off of Legion. Oh yeah, <laughs> or Blood Fist by Blood Fist off of the Blood Fist EP. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did do that. We yeah, did. that's fun. Yeah, mm. we were in a band called Blood Fist. That's pretty yeah. cool. Um, yeah. Speaking of what's bloody a, what's, fists, no, what's a driving around and listening to Blood Fist kind of vehicle and where? Uh, who listens to Blood Fist? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. Like I think only one person might even still have the recordings. Yeah. Was Joe Royce? I doubt. He... Or maybe Chris Hansen. Yeah, maybe. Chris Hansen always had a lot of da- archives. Data. Yeah. <laughs> archives. Guy is guy yes. is guy is data. Uh-huh. Wink, 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 wink. Full, <laughs> fully functional and anatomically correct is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, let's say, what's the worst country? Oh, so no, sorry, sorry, sorry. What's the worst foreign country where you don't speak the language to have to find a bathroom in an emergency? Um, I mean, it's definitely going to be one of those countries that has like bathrooms i don't really understand oh yeah yeah like like, like india th- thailand or something yeah or you know yeah one of those mm-hmm. one of those uh indonesia probably indonesia oh. i i have no idea what's going on i'm sticking out like a sore thumb mm-hmm. and like i don't speak the language at all they don't speak my language at all and they have weird toilets that i don't understand <laughs> and weird toilet systems that i'm like what, what what do I do? There's no bidet. There's no toilet paper. What do you do here? Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, probably probably that. Where, where do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got to say, like, probably India. India seems like a hellscape of bathrooms. Now, language is probably not really that much of a barrier. But, no, like, no. I imagine the locals speak, like, a mix of stuff that's, like, mm-hmm. probably kind of hard to, like, understand. Yeah, or, or a place where, like, they do speak your language, but they don't want you there at all. Like, you know, oh. like Jamaica. Oh yeah. yeah, I've been to Jamaica. Yeah, me and too. It, they, they yeah, don't, they don't want white people. That's there. that's what it was like. Yeah, yeah. White white people have fucked up Jamaica a lot, and so they generally are distrustful yeah. of white people. Probably that being wi- said, I wisely. did I did meet some nice people in Jamaica. Yeah, of course, like there was a, nice there was a everywhere. dude there was a dude hanging out on the side of the road that we just like pulled over and talked to him, and he cut a piece of sugar cane out of the forest and gave it to me, cool. and I chewed on it. It was pretty good. Neat. He was nice. Give you some cane, baby. I give him ten dollars. Wow, that's a lot for some cane. I think that's fine. Legacy of cane. Yeah, yeah. Soul Reaver. Yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. Um, speaking of legacy of cane. Oh my god. Pike two sixty six. We didn't talk about the pike. Far. Oh, we're going to oh I, I thought we were moving to the next bike. No. <laughs> Released on July eighth, thirty two days after ride operator Cubozo. Uh, this yeah. one is another one that's uh, separated into just five tracks, far parts one through five. Yep. And it can be summarized kind of as one big album, I'd say. It is yeah. kind of a... Big song, you mean? Big, yeah, big, big, big song, like uh, one one song album kind of, but mm-hmm. it's 
separated into five tracks. Um, this is some really nice, like, post-metal and yeah, post Yeah, it's, it's, it's like clean metal. It's pretty cool. It's yeah. pretty cool. I like it. It's it's not... There's a lot of repetition. Um, there is. If, if I have to point out, like, the big detractor from the album, it's going to be a lot of repetition, but... He has a lot of cool stuff. He uses the nylon string guitar a lot in this. Yeah, and he goes to back do like and... leads on it. Yeah, like he... in uh, in track two, he yeah. does like yeah, he does yeah. like nylon string leads over like a metal backing track. But so it's really nice. cool. So in that song, yeah, uh, he he does like a, a chugging metal backing track with nylon string leads over it, and uh, then extended periods of electric guitar leads over nylon string handpicked chords. Mm-hmm. And so he switches back between which guitar is doing the leads and which is doing the rhythm. And he's great at all of it. Yeah, it and really it just cool. sounds really cool. Yeah, the yeah. first couple of tracks I thought were really cool. Yeah, the first and second track I thought were the best. The, tr- the second track is definitely the standout on this album. Yeah, for sure. Three and four I found very unremarkable. Um, the last song has a nice melodic lead over the 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 like the end of the song. The lead and also the solo yeah. at the end of the song is a yeah. monster solo. Like it yeah, is yeah, it's, crazy it's really, guitar runs. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Th- it's probably one of the best solos this week on any of the pikes. Oh, definitely. Like it's, it's just really got good. it's got a really like emotive like melodic mm. vibe to it. Yeah. But yeah. I agree. It drags in the middle. Yeah. Like so three, yeah, four, uh, or three and four or three and four. Three and four. Yeah. Oh are just, like, kind of samey. Yeah, they're, they're, after you listen to two, you're like, oh, that was awesome. And then three is, like, uh, two, but packaged worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, four is, like, two, but, like, executed worse. And then and then five's something completely different. So, yeah, yeah definitely listen. If you're going to listen to this one, I'd recommend listening to the first two tracks, last track, skip the middle. I would say that's, a, that w- that's kind exactly of a, what I would recommend kind of, as Kind well. of a boring burger. Really good, yeah. Really good bread, but the inside is just like unseasoned tofu. The thing is, you know, it's like you want you want good bread in a burger, but you don't want to remember the burger for the bread. That's true, right? Tell uh, you know what? Tell me about the best burger you've ever had, Spencer. The best burger I've best ever had. Best burger um, you've ever had. Well, so I okay. I'm gonna give two answers here, and there's a reason for that. The reason for that is that I haven't eaten meat in a very long time um in fact i don't even know how long that's been but uh anyways i haven't eaten meat for a very long time so i'm gonna give an answer there and as far as like that the last really really good meat burger i remember having is at burger stop in anchorage alaska burger stop makes a great burger burger stop makes a great fucking Mm -hmm. burger and that burger was really good and the the burger at this uh now long gone place in the diamond center do you remember in in anchorage alaska in the diamond center next to the movie theater there's a place across the way i think the first time i met your mom she bought me a milkshake there yeah that sounds Exactly right. We yeah. used to go there a lot, but that place had a killer burger. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think I, I ever had a burger there. They had some really fucking good burgers there, man. They were great. Um, so like, that's what I would say for for that for like meat burger time. Mm-hmm. For a veggie burger, I feel like you got a lot of options yeah. as far as like a veggie burger goes. I do really love a portobello burger. That's mm-hmm. nice. But if we're doing like the modern like substitutes or whatever, I like. I'm just asking, what's the best burger you've ever had, Spencer? Mm. Answer that question. Fuck, man, I don't know. The best burger I ever had was probably the first time I had Carl's Jr. 
Interesting. Okay, it was that's, just that's valid. it was just so like over the top and yeah. like crazy. And I just remember it blew it, my mind. Yeah, especially if all you've had are like either like you know it was like backyard barbecue burgers or McDonald's before that. Yeah, like, that was pretty much all I had ever like, had. That and like it, Burger King. Yeah, right? like fucking Carl's Jr. Like that was yeah the first time I had Carl's Jr. I was like whoa this is what fast food should be like. Yeah. So the thing is is like Carl's Jr. is not great food. It's but not. The thing is. In the late 90s, early 2000s in Anchorage, Alaska, like there right. wasn't a lot of variety. Mm-hmm. And I ate fast food a lot. I drive through with my mom. And so when we when a Carl's Jr. opened mm-hmm. there, I think it was probably in like 99 or 2000. 2001, 2002, I think. Maybe, like maybe, maybe that late. Yeah. It, yeah. Because I remember they started opening them up um, like when, like right before I got my own job because I really yeah, wanted to like, use my own point. money to buy yeah. it. I remember it was like yeah. after the release of the PlayStation 2, but before the right. release of the PlayStation 3 or Xbox 360. Okay. So it was between 2001 and 2005. Right, so right. it has to be that. Uh, but yeah, I remember like the first time I went there, I was like, wow, for like fast food, this is like so good. And it just like really blew my mind at the time. Right. It definitely lost its luster the more times yeah. I went there after that. But like that first time was a hell of an experience. Right. And honestly, like, but like compared to like local burger restaurants in Alaska, mm-hmm. like it sucks. Like it totally local. Bur- and then I got Alaska, really into like the local honestly, burger place. Alaska yeah. has some of the best burger restaurants I've ever been to. And I've been mm-hmm. to a lot of burger places. Yeah. Like Alaska straight up has. Like in my top ten burgers, because you've heard about Happy Hamburger Days, right? Where me and my brother, when we're together, we'll just go to burger places and try them. <laughs> we we have a list of like thirty that we've tried together, and so like nice. we're like into it, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, I've tried a ton of burgers in as much, and um, like out of my top ten burger places, Alaska probably has three or four of those spots. I'm burger talking stop on there. Burger stop is on there. We yeah, got burger stop. We got a burger cache. We got oh, Max's burger. Beefy Burgers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we have... Um, you could just be making up names because nobody's going to know the name could, of any there, of these there's, places. There's like... one more that's like... Uh, oh, God. Like Midtown. Super fucking good. Like Big Lardy's Meat Slabbery. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, like... Big uh, honking burgers for you. Oh, uh, Uncle Jimbo's racist burger stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an yeah, Alaskan. Yeah. That's yeah. a. That's in Wasilla. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then over in Palmer, just N-word burger. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah. Okay. Speaking of uh, burgers. Uh, <laughs> Pike 267, thoracic or thoracic? It, thoracic, it's thoracic. Is it, th- what does thoracic mean? Thoracic, it's a part of your spine. Okay. Thoracic spine something. Collapser? Yep, collapser. This is one of the rare pikes that has the album title on the album art. I mean, it used to happen a lot in the earlier pikes. Yeah, but it's been a while. It's yeah. not a very common thing for Anymore. most of the pikes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this one was released on uh, July 15th, 2017, seven days after FAR, so pretty pretty close in proximity. Yeah. This one is uh, divided into eight tracks, all of which are, pre- I mean, kind of similar, but different. Like, yeah. this is, this is fucking, this is, this album is sick as fuck. It is weird and wild this and... Is, 
probably on nasty. my top ten pikes. Yeah, this, it's there's so many tritones and weird decisions he makes. Yeah, like, very dissonant. If but I like, if I had to describe it, mm-hmm. I would say this is, uh, this is downtuned sludge funk metal. So yeah, I put uh definitely a lot of sludge. Um, a lot of there's a lot of groove metal type stuff in here too. There is. There's like groovy shit, but he's, it's not funky. It's groovy. He's using a lot of whammy pedal in this. He's using a lot of whammy. He's using a lot of wah, and he's using he's using just a lot of effects. There's so mm-hmm. much kill switch in here, and the kill switch yeah. is awesome. It is so fast. Yeah. It's like it's so much better than the it's like like he's fucking killing it on this the switch. Like he's like Yeah, uh, it's really it's like he's trying to finger bang someone to like epic squirt completion. Yeah, you know that guy goes to finger bang city. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll make you squirt. Squirt across the room, baby. Hell yeah. It's my favorite. Uh um, really turns MW on. Yeah. Um I love Squirt Guy. If you don't know about Squirt Guy, Google Squirt Guy. Yeah, um, best uh, dating profile picture. Definitely. Uh, but no, no, no. So like, he's like doing stuff where he is running everything down tuned through the uh, not every well not all the time, but there are parts where he's running mm-hmm. everything through the whammy pedal and he's like down tuning it all. Yeah, and then running it through a fuzz Ex- except so, the bass. Except the bass. Yeah, yeah. the bass is always like standard tuning, and it's really cool how he uses counter harmonies. Definitely. I don't know if this is Dan Monty playing bass on here, but this is another one of like the best bass pikes I've heard. Yeah, like yeah. The, the bass, bass on here is actually is sick doing things. Yeah, it's doing cool you things. You doing a lot of cool counter harmonies, a lot of chords and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's like there's a cool like shoegaze part in this album, uh, track six. Yeah, track six is. Pretty and also, cool. I gotta say, I'm gonna read off the the names of these tracks because they're all awesome. Yeah. Okay, so we start with uh, thoracic outlet syndrome, mm-hmm. and we go to thoracic sprain. Track three is nerve compression at T4. Yeah. And Which then, it, track three also, I think, my favorite track on the album. So it's really, really cool. Really it, fucking it, cool. It starts song. out like kind of psychedelic, lots of wah and shit. But and it's it, got this like heavy, sludgy, oh, oh, yeah. nasty And then right groove. after that, yeah, it gets into groove and sludge territory mm-hmm. and it just like keeps on changing and changing. Uh, and this, this is where he starts doing a ton of wah and whammy pedal mm-hmm. on this song specifically. And, yeah. uh, I loved like the the second half of the song is him just like riffing and doing crazy little solos in between the riffs, mm-hmm. which I love when Buckethead d- does that when he just like does solos but like small frenetic ones. Uh, track three was a killer song, maybe one of my favorites of the week, if not my favorite. Really loved that. Uh, track five also is really good. Uh, yeah, nerve stability at T six. Uh, it's it's one of the most restrained tracks on this album for sure. It's got a really interesting melody to it. it. Does, it's it's almost like proggy blues metal or something. But it's like but it sounds so weird because mm-hmm. it's all nasty through the um, yes. through the whammy and through the fuzz and it's yeah, lots, like lots of effects. It just sounds weird. Here. Yeah, uh, track after that too. Complete shutdown of central nervous system it was really sick. That was the one with like a shoegazy type part. It's got a bunch of like odd time signature chuggy metal. Um, kind of weird proggy stuff, and then there's like a noise rock part, mm-hmm. um, and it ends with uh, this thing I don't love, which is a blues rock solo. But it's you know it's Buckethead. It's Buckethead. It's Buckethead. It's bound to happen one of these days, right? Uh, yeah. And then my favorite track title of the week, uh, track seven, uh, Thoracic Park. Yeah. Home of the most spine shattering roller coaster. 
<laughs> Such a good song title. Sick song title. So good. Kind of a big funk metal with a huge bass riff in there. Mm-hmm. Really cool bass riffs. Really cool love, bass. Love those bass riffs. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, and then it ends on Rejuvenation Chamber, track eight, which is a really cool ambient track that's like basically just guitar and pads. Mm-hmm. Fucking rules. Yeah, it does. Love that shit. Yeah, this 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 whole album is great. It's, yeah. It's a really is... wild and, and cool and heavy and fun and very buckethead album. I yeah, I I would put it in the top ten pikes. My personal top ten. That's bold. It, That's it bold. It rocks. I don't think I would rate it quite so high, but I mm-hmm. do I do think it's really good. And I do agree that it is one of the better pikes. One of the best pikes. Highly recommendo. Definitely. Okay, I got a great question for you, Britt. Okay, what? All right. If you had to make bass riffs, if you had to play live bass riffs during an a, a famous tragedy. Yeah. What famous tragedy tragedy would you pick? So like you know it could be any it could be uh it, the Hinden bass baby <laughs> Hinden bass baby the Hinden bass what kind of what kind of bass riffs you be throwing down will the Hindenburg be burning um probably like rush type bass riffs mm-hmm. you know like like and, big and g- chords like yeah and keep in mind you're playing super loud everyone around can hear you yeah and they're like. Why are you doing this? And I just get up to the mic. Oh, the humanity. Bass, ba bass, ba bass, ba bass, ba bass, 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 ba bass, ba bass. Do lulu, do lulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do some bass tapping, dude. I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about this for a while. If you haven't noticed, yeah. Thinking about the Hindenburg. This is what I think about when I masturbate. It's like. Yeah. If there was like an epic tragedy, what would uh-huh. it be, and like what bass riffs would I play? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm thinking about that all the time too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's, uh, it's pretty good. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Yeah. I was gonna say Sandy Hook, but you know, uh, you can't play bass during something that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're canceled now. Uh, goodbye. Uh, yeah. Listen to Knowledge Fight. Great, great podcast. About Alex Jones being a real dirt. Oh bag. right, right, right. I've heard. Uh, yeah, they did some collab episodes with. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, with um, QAnon Anonymous. I oh, believe. did they? They've also done uh, Behind the Bastards collab. Oh, nice, nice, nice. We yeah. love podcast collabs. We do. Anywho, uh, moving on. Let's. Uh, is it time? It's time to to wrap up the three pikes and move on to our next segment, my friend. Uh, yeah, let's uh, take maybe a little break right before that. A little break before that. Breaky. Let's let's do it. Little breaky. We're gonna See take a, a little breaky. Little breaky for me. I, I love when people just like post stock images on their Instagram, and that's like it. <laughs> like. This one of uh, Kate Milgrew, who plays Captain Janeway. <laughs> Just someone posted that. Someone got 119 likes. That's Why? <laughs> and it's not. It's not like a stock photography account or anything. Like, yeah. Ah, Sometimes you gotta post stock photos, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, if they're like funny, not not just like stock photos of a person. It's weird. Yeah. It is. It's fucking weird. I'm gonna come, 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 come in your pants. I'm gonna let you wear your pants full of my cum. 
gonna come, 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 come in the pants because Jesus is the only son. Yeah, he's the only only son of God. Only come of God. So, like, I don't know. So, we know how, like, reproduction works. So, did God, like, come in Mary? <laughs> yeah, he did. Cool. I wonder what God's <laughs> come tastes like. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> yeah. I bet, I bet God's, like, drinks a lot of pineapple juice. <laughs> right? He probably has... God probably has tasty cum. Yeah, probably. I and mean, we're back. Yeah, we're, we're back. We're back. Well, hey, Britt, I think that it's time for us to take a journey. Would you, would you be kind enough to take a journey with me? A crime time? A cr- take uh, a journey? Uh, not, not crime time. It's prime time. Oh, prime time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, what do you th- What do you say? The prime timeline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, fi- mm, fine. Think it's fine, okay. It's fine. Okay. All right, all right let's do it. Let's do it. Timeline. Statements from the bucket board. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was actually a pretty cool that was fun. Was that like fourths? It was either fourths or yeah, I think that was fourths. I think it was fourths. That's fourths a or, weird harmony. Yeah. Fourths or I, maybe that was yeah. second. I think that was just a, a regular second. It could could have been. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty close. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it could have been a major second. Yeah, yeah. I think it is a major second. It's, it sounded yeah. good though. It's it sounded weird. That was yeah. weird. But I, hey, I like, I like speaking it. of weird, yeah, this is the right place to be talking about weird because this is. The statements from the bucket void. It certainly is. This is where we talk about the weird stuff that's out there in the world, like the texture of cheese whiz. Yeah, it's 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 weird because it's like a paste kind of, kind of, but it's, it's like a toothpaste sort of. It's not sort of like not, that's not really the texture of it though. It's not pasty like that. It's I don't like, know. It, it's like, like it's like fli- uh, it's it's really greasy. Is the thing? It's Unlike, like silly string you can eat. Yeah, but it's really greasy. Is I, I think that's like the main kind of mouthfeel of it is like greasy yeah um and you know it's probably mostly just whipped oil uh it is a lot of like soybean oil uh up in there and you know you know a lot of people don't realize that basically like uh sharp cheddar cheese whiz it was what gives a lot of taco bell it's very distinctive flavor if you get anything with Mm. cheesy in the title at taco bell Mm. it probably has something very similar to sharp cheddar cheese whiz in it and honestly it's great for mexican food highly recommended Wow. Speaking look, of look Mexican food. Speaking of Mexican food and highly recommended, mm-hmm. th- we're going to look at some goddamn YouTube comments. Let's God fucking go. Goddamn YouTube comments. Uh, <laughs> YouTube user Q Bozo, whose profile picture is from the album we just listened to, mm-hmm. Q Bozo. What was it? Ride Operator Q Bozo. That's correct. R O uh, Pike 265. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're, their profile is named that. Their picture is from that, and they say, this is a comment on that album five years ago, what a ride! Thanks, Bucket! Cool. 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 Yeah. That was a cue drop for sure. Definitely a cue drop. Yeah. Definitely a what cue you, drop. What, let's, let's interpret this. So so let's start out, what, all right? What is... Shut up! No, no, no. No, no. So, what, no. So, so what ride do you think he's talking about then? Uh, oh. Like riding a big dick? You know who else rides a big dick? 
not Hillary Clinton, <laughs> QAnon. Whoa. All right. Uh, YouTube user Nano P Brain says one year ago, music should be unpredictable. Uh, I mean, sometimes, yes. Sure. Sometimes predictability is nice. I think that like a composer of music should keep in mind what is predictable and play with that so as to make their music more interesting to the listener. Only the Sith deal in absolutes. Correct. Music should be varied and dynamic. What do you think what do you think kind of music Siths would make? Um power violence, of course. They're too like put together for power violence. They're no. not dirty enough. Except, well, like Darth Maul is definitely in no, a power no, 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 no. Yeah, a hundred percent. What no, do you no. think Darth I Maul? I think plays? Darth Maul plays music that's like orchestral symphonic black nah, metal. No, no, like the, because the no, emperor, no. the emperor is all about that shit. Symphonic black metal. Yeah, a hundred. Okay. Yeah, the the emperor is so fucking cradle of filth pilled. The emperor is just yeah. older Danny filth. Let's <laughs> yeah, that's be true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fun. Yeah. We we should start photoshopping some some of the, like emperor heads onto Danny filth. And, like that'd be funny. S- Skywalker is a cunt. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, that's yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, YouTube user and friend of the show Jason Evans says Jason. One month ago, edited. Sounds like the cover art. A malevolent scarecrow slash clown unleashing havoc and brutality, leaving an expanse of carnage in its wake and ending reprieve. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so all right. It sure. says, says it better than I can. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm into very, it. Very literary. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Let's oh, yeah. fucking go. Let's do it. Yeah. It's tight. Fuck it up. Yep. Fuck it up. Uh, Speaking of fucking it up, Daniel Eduardo Marino says five mm-hmm. years ago. Do you think he's a. Uh, Oh no, different Marino. Yeah, different yeah. Marino. Yeah, different Dan Marino. Different Dan Marino. Uh says Nice use of the string. Which string do you <laughs> think he's talking about? The G string, obviously. Yeah, the G string is always going out of tune. Every uh, guitar. Every yeah. guitar. It's comfortable though. Yeah, very very true. I mean, you know, it's it's I, I'm more of a Cisco man myself. Mm. I prefer to unleash the dragon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Soul Brother says five years ago, now I official have solid patience. It was, and it is. Great journey. I hope it won't end when Buck released Buckethead Land 3 or how it's named. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> interesting use of the English language, Soul Brother. Um <laughs> Yeah. Let's dig through that. Okay. I, I think this guy is just saying that he's been very patient waiting for Buckethead Land 3. Yeah. Even though, like, you know, it's just, it's not, it's probably going to be the, like a pike. All of the pikes are Buckethead Land 3, I think. Yeah, like, pretty that's, much. That's bucket, that is Buckethead Land. Maybe he just know. wants something with Brian, or with Brain playing drums. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Cool. Could be cool. I don't know. Yeah. I like that. Good good use of words, my friend. Yeah. I like the five, I like how you five years them. later, Buckethead Land Three. Still nowhere. <laughs> but Buckethead Land three eleven, that's coming soon. I mean it just it just dropped, dog. We love the, that. Three three eleventh pike just dropped a couple days ago. Speaking of good use of language, Kent Ove Prestberg says five years ago. Nice, nice. 
good, good, nerve-wrecking, mind-fucking, good, good, fine, fine. Yeah. One of my favorite comments why, I think I've wh- seen. This one is really good. How is that not in Cum Corner, Spencer? <laughs> that is so far into Cum Corner. Maybe yeah. it's gone out the other side. Yeah. That, uh, sorry. That's a good point. I, uh. I didn't, you know, I was looking for some Cum Corner this week and I didn't really find any that I you're thought s- that immediately spi- jumped out. You're spilling me. the cum all over the floor, Spencer. That's true. We got to keep you're it in the corner. The we got to keep it in the corner. The seed is sacred. You can't <laughs> spill the seed. You're going to get in trouble by God or something. Someone, yeah. Someone's going to be mad. God won't let you still spill your seed. Like every sperm is special. Yeah, which is why we have a corner for them. Yeah. So we keep them in the corner. I promise to be better about keeping the cum in the corner. Yeah. Or else future. I'm going to send you to the cum corner and you're just going to have to sit there in the waiting pool of cum. Shit. No, cum. I mean, okay. there's probably some shit in there, but God damn it! I mean, mostly cum. Yeah, that's true. Uh, speaking of which, uh, YouTube user Medi Chiheb, oh yes, says one year ago edited, "This sounds better in fetal position." Dying fetal position. <laughs> yeah. Dun 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 dun. Woo! Yeah. Hell yeah. YouTube user Wallabumba. That's a great name. Yeah, says four years ago. This 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 comment was pinned by YouTube user Poly Poly Eight, who posts a lot of YouTube. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, a lot of YouTube videos of Buckethead Pikes. It's actually a big thanks, big shout out from this podcast. You're part of the reason we can do this, so thank you. Um, but they pinned this comment. Uh, Wallabumba says four years ago. Just delicious. Thanks to Bucket and Pulley Pulley for posting. Made my time in dialysis chair a bit more bearable. Hell yeah. 98 likes. That's very likes. Quite a lot of likes. You know, honestly, there are a bunch of responses to this. The reason why I I wanted to highlight this is because there were a bunch of responses to this, and it was just a bunch of people being like, hey, I hope you get better soon. That's that's fine. It was just nice. I mean, like, everybody was nice. Although, like, you, you expect at least, like, one good joke like why yeah. why aren't you uh um uh god what's the fuck I, I what's the, the fuck na- i forgot the name of the band my joke sucks now yeah it was it primus no no it's okay. uh it's the band that's like the new u2 basically oh yeah okay uh there's my joke it's uh w- why isn't this comment on cold plays yellow uh-huh <laughs> says when your kidneys start failing you turn yellow yeah it's a good joke. Fuck you. Uh, it's a really, really good joke. I would say it's a joke. It's a very good joke. Speaking of jokes, YouTube user William Halgum says two years ago, I'm 58. Thought I heard it all. Was I wrong? Bucket is the only thing I've listened to four months. Okay. That's, that's what it says. That's a way to spend your time, I guess. I'm 58. Mm-hmm. Bucket love... is the only thing I've listened to for months. We do you think it's four months or for a period of months? No, no, no. I think he means four months because he uses mm. the number four. True. So four months. Right. Listen to four four months. I think he's mm-hmm. missing a four. Right. Um but yeah, I bet I bet he has only listened to Buckethead for four months. 
How, how old thought. is the oldest comment we've gotten on a bucket? I think sixty-seven. Sounds. About I want right. to. I want to say sixty-seven. I think is the oldest number yeah. I've seen. I don't think I've seen anybody in their seventies listening to Buckethead. What What would you find the least impressive number to see on there? <laughs> the least impressive age to be like, hey, Dude, like, well, like thirty three. Yeah, or thirty. My age, yeah, yeah. thirty three. Yeah. Yes, that is I'm, the least impressive. I'm thirty three, and I just discovered Buckethead. I'd be like, well, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck off. I don't give a shit. I've known who goddamn Buckethead is for like. Did you? Did you? Since never I was play like guitar fucking hero, fourteen you years dick? old. Yeah. yeah. Did you not play Guitar Hero two like everybody else our age? You fucking idiot. How did you miss that shit? Come on, fucking like shut up. Nobody needs to hear that. No. Anyways. Bad energy. Speaking of things no one needs to hear, this very long comment is brought to you by Volion Official, mm. who left it four years ago, edited. Is Volion a band? I'm going to assume probably. We could listen to them later if you want. Yeah, how's it spelled? Uh, V-O-L-I-O-N. All right. Volion Official. Yeah, yeah, pull them up. Let's see what they're like. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start reading this comment, though, because it's long. Um. They say, four years ago, Now I understand. Listening to Buckethead is a lifetime trip. If anyone wants to understand the phenomenon of Buckethead and see logically why it cannot be compared to anything else, the person have to start live within this music. <laughs> it cannot be told, heard in a while, or even else. The person have to live... Oh, sorry. I, I fucked that up. Okay, sorry. It cannot be told, heard, in a while, or even after a... Sorry. This is strange. Uh, okay. Wait, you got him? You got him pulled up? No. Okay. It cannot be told, heard, in a while, or even after a few days of listening without any pause. Heh. Last time I ad noticed something new in all his creativity. This music reflects the listener and his growth level in BH's music. I mean, sometimes, especially nowadays, some new coming out albums slash pikes are like incomprehensible, uncomfortable, much less often even unacceptable. They cannot pass into our brains. They aren't, or sorry, they, they're blocked yet, like in a games. Here, you need to grow up to unlock it, and it really works. After years, people imbibe more and more his music, not necessarily if it's new. They always come back. The best part is it's unique. Everybody makes progress, unlock new planes in different time. <laughs> in each case, differently, in other time we can understand this what bh wants to tell us by his music it's really beautiful for me that we can grow up in this music discover new sounds infinitely incredibly much production not understandable this is written entirely by an ai I feel like this was written in and then translated by Google Translate. Yeah, yeah. This is like interpolated from something different because no one talks or thinks like that. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I looked up their YouTube channel and their name and stuff. Yeah. Not a band that I can tell. It's definitely like one guy playing guitar. Uh, uh, he's had his YouTube account for 13 years and oh, has yeah. 101 views on one video posted eight years ago. Well, that sounds like my YouTube channel. Yeah. Dang. 
These guys, this guy and I were kindred spirits, my friend. Kindred spirits. Sure. Speaking uh, Octavia of Octavia Butler's kindred spirits. <laughs> speaking of kindred spirits, <laughs> it's, it's an Octavia Butler joke. That's cool, dude. It's time for our favorite commenter out there. Master of the ship key, a bucket bot divine. Oh my god, Jordan Vine says four years ago He doesn't burp. Sorry, I burped. Yeah, Buckethead. Yeah. Don't, I don't, bucket burp. Don't put burps in Jordan Vine's pure mouth. He yeah. doesn't burp. He doesn't burp. His mouth is not he pure. doesn't poop. Jordan Vine is a pure angel. That's true. He only comes. <laughs> he comes out all of his waste, and it tastes like Martinelli's apple juice. Nice. Yep. I was hoping you would bring the apples back. Anyways, yep. uh, you're going to help me with the second comment here, the response. Uh, Jordan Vine says, four years ago, Buckethead music is food for my head, brain, heart, and soul. And then Carlos Bermuda says, uh, one year ago, three years later, bucket heel heart. <laughs> yes, he does. He does say that. But bucket heel. Bucket, bucket heel. does heel. I, li- I I might use bucket heel for a meme, actually. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say do it. Use like uh, the, the fucking the, the cross symbol, you know, the emergency medical. Mm-hmm. Like bucket heel or something. No. Uh-huh. Yikes. So we're going to alternate lines with this one. I think that's going to be the only way we can do it. I mean, none of it's capitalized. None of it is capitalized. So, um, oh, here, I'll read the first part of it. And then once we get down to the, like, the individual the list. line, yeah, the I'll list, get, I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah, I'll, then, yeah. Then we'll, uh, so I, the last line I'm going to read is when he releases his music. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Jordan Vine says four years ago today, this is an all a rare all lowercase Jordan Vine. A comment. long all lowercase, which a he long, never does. He never does that. Never does a big long lowercase. His there. his shift key or his his uh shift key must be broken. Yeah. Like he can't capitalize. No. Hate to see it. When it comes to the keyboard, uh Jordan Vine is a capitalist. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Jordan Vine says four years ago. Incredible. Incredible, incredible. Nothing wrong with his music. Nothing at all. He doesn't need to change it, not even a little bit, or tell him to change anything, because we have no right to tell him what to do, because we have no right to tell him or say, Oh, Bucket, why the fuck did you do that for? (laughs) Why don't you end the shitty Pike series and do a decent and quality album that's worth listening to? It sounds like he's actually giving like criticism here. Like, I think he does. He does. Is, is he just being? This sounds super passive aggressive. Like, <laughs> we have no right to say you keep fucking up, Buckethead. Why do you keep fucking up? We don't like what you're doing. We don't have a right to say that, even yeah. if it's true. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, um, we don't have a right to say things you know is true, Buckethead. Yeah. No. Okay. So. Uh, moving on. Um, slow down, Bucket. Slow down. You should do more of this. You should do more of that. 
You should do less of this and less of that. I would have liked him to have done this. I would have liked him to have done that. I want another album like that one. Why? 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 He can't fucking please everyone you know. And also, it's up to him and only him to how he writes, composes, and records his music. When he releases his music. How quickly he releases his music. When he tours. When he takes a break. If he does a pike or a full album. What style he does. What sound he does. How he plays the guitar. No one else. No one. Only him. Because you want to know why? Because it's his decision, his choice, and up to him because... It's his fucking music, not yours, mine, or ours. His and and only his. Wow. Real missive there, Jordan Vine. Wow. Real, real, that's the constitution of Jordan Vine right there. Right there. We the Jordan Vine. (laughs) Do declare you cannot criticize Buckethead for things you wish he had done? (laughs) For things you think he should have done? Indeed. Yeah. Indeed, you can't fuck with a buck. Jordan Andrew Kebby says four years ago, I'm going to try to do the accent here. Yeah. Well, this one is a corker. Lots of love from New Zealand, Bucket. Not a bad New Zealand, actually. Not a bad New Zealand. <laughs> that was a pretty bad New Zealand. It wasn't a bad New Zealand. This one's a corker. Corker. Yeah, yeah. Like... Yeah. The... Well, this one's a corker. Yeah, because it's, it's a little Australian, and Australian yeah. is just like... You know, fucking a lot of elongated A's into British. Yeah. So it's a little bit of that, but also a little bit of a flat flat accent. So it's it's pretty much just doing a light, shitty Australian accent is kind of New Zealand. I I watched a lot of like wrestlers that have New Zealand accents, and yeah, it wasn't terrible. Wasn't terrible. I love the expression corker. That's nice. This one's this one's a corker. Yeah. I I like. I don't know what that means. It's corking like fucking. Um, uh, you think? No, it's putting a cork into a bottle. It's kind of like fucking. Sure, why not? Well, like, if, you, if you leave your dick in there and let it age. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I'm not here to judge. Yeah. You know? Oh, I got sediment all over my dick. You just... <laughs> YouTube user American Idiot says one year ago, Fuck Donald Trump! We need Bucket for president! Yeah. Sounds like something an American idiot would say. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I mean, do you uh, do you really want to know what I think? <laughs> imagine like a buckethead presidency. I don't want to. I don't want to imagine honestly like really anyone at this point in the office of the president. Like the office of the president has been I mean, uh, materially changed to the point where it is something it shouldn't really be. Like, the president has outsized amounts of power, especially, like, war powers after, um, you know, they drafted a series of memos back in, like, 2001 to allow George Bush to unilaterally wage war without the approval of the, you know, the Congress, which 
historically has been the only way to actually go to war. But you think about how how many. Yeah. So so Spencer, let me yeah. let me ask you, how many wars has America been in in the past fifty years? Ooh, quite a few. Uh, I would say at least ten. Incorrect. Zero, because Congress oh. has never made a formal declaration of war in the past 50 years. That's Not since weird. I believe the Korean War has in an 50s, actual, yeah. yeah, has an actual war been declared by the Congress, which is a legal war. So we're just doing them secret wars like Marvel, huh? We're, we're doing military operations is what we call them. Oh sure. Somehow bombing people like indiscriminately, like killing, uh, you know, upwards of five hundred thousand civilians between Afghanistan and uh, Iraq. Like, that's not war. It's not good. It's not war. Apparently, yeah. It's not war. Brit. It's a Don't military operation. It. It's a military it's, operation. So if it's not Brit, war, I guess it's, I guess it's genocide then. I guess America. Yeah, yeah, it's military operation genocide. There you go. It's chill. Sounds like a pretty sick thrash album, but yeah. but in practice, it's a very bad foreign policy. Yeah. 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 Operation genocide sounds like you know, if uh, you know, suicidal tendencies decided to like. Make whoa, a, whoa! Make a thrash you're you're gonna get again. our fucking account taken down. Don't mention that. Oh okay, yeah, sorry. I'm pretty sure that's how my Instagram got deleted. Yeah. It, was an ins- it was suicidal tendencies <laughs> meme. So yeah, so, so yeah, you know, we're, you know, we're not. That's why I drink life. diet coke instead of Pepsi. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> YouTube user Icky seven nine seven says icky, two icky, icky. two years ago. <clears throat> drink a beer while listening to Buckethead. Just amazing. I like to imagine there's a guy who like relapsed because of this. He's like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. You know, I'm on the ninth step and it's been like seven years, but I could go for a cold one while listening to Buckethead. And then it's like life spirals out of control. And yeah. Next is like yeah. his wife leaves him and he's like sitting in a, a dank fucking like motel room just full of like crushed Coors light cans. Yep. And like uh, fucking Steel Reserve two one one when he can't afford those, and like he loses his job and his children. He's just like waking up just to get drunk enough and jerk off into the the motel corner, and just mm-hmm. like every day, like he just stares at the one material thing he really has left that is maybe gonna provide some amelioration to his life, which is a gun sitting in the desk drawer. Whoa. Amelioration. Yeah. Great word. Love that word. Uh, Fuzzy Babam says t- four years ago. Yeah. Can't get my head out of the bucket. Like, there- is his dickhead? Did he put his dickhead into a, a bucket? I mean, how do you get a dickhead stuck in a bucket? I mean, if you, drill a a hole, if you drill a hole in a bucket, oh, there's like a hole a in my bucket. bucket, dear Liza, dear Liza, there's a hole in my bucket, I'm going to put my dick in it. That's how the song goes, right? I'm not familiar with that song, but I'm here for it. Well, yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. Look up hole in my bucket, dear Liza. It slaps. All right. It's a slap banger, goddammer. Sometimes you can't get your head out of the bucket, you know? You, yeah, don't stick your penis in a hole 
unless you like, yeah, no, let's you can just edit it there. Out. Let's yeah, edit it there. Yeah, no, just keep don't, your don't keep stick your, your penis, penis out of all holes. Keep your penis pure. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Vine, I know you're listening. Keep your penis pure. Yeah. Jason Evans says he returns three months ago. Edited. Hi. Congratulations on your marriage. Hope it's going well. Hi, says Jason something Evans. I really agree with. Uh-huh. When you write the OST for your own <laughs> orthopedic back issues, you've officially reached legendary status. That's totally true. And I agree. I, I that, that's a that. great sentiment. That's I, very fun. And I do wonder if like, he actually does name his back issues in the title, because we know he has had back issues. Well, I mean, it's all about thoracic spine, whatever, and he talks about how he has issues with his back. So I'm, yeah. I'm guessing these are probably all references to things he's talked to doctors about. You know what? Um, you know what? album is also about uh issues with with your back is uh back in black by uh, acdc yeah yeah yep. Yep. yep yep uh i would agree uh matt london says lastly this is our last comment for the for the day last oh. last last bucket void um you don't really feel that way uh matt london says four years ago some of buckethead's music is like scorpion from mortal Kombat. Pulling you in and eventually tearing <laughs> out your spine. That's pretty sick. I like that. That is pretty that's, sick. That's, that's good. I Thanks, fucking agree. Hell yeah. Thanks. London calling. Statements from the bucket Nice. Thank you. Good hold. Yeah. Mm. Hey, it's 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 recommendations. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass out. Yeah, man. Bye. I'm good. That was that was that was a little jokey. Oh, a little, little, little breaky, breaky, little jokey, little, jokey, little breaky, breaky poo, little, little breaky. Uh, it's recommendations. It's recommendations. Re- recommend. Oh wow, stuff. we should do that on. Soy track recommendations. That'd be an yeah. easy. All right. Uh-huh. All right. Um, yeah, okay. We'd have to ha- get something Trek related to relate every week, though, which would be maybe that difficult. Might be difficult. We could, we could, okay. I'm recommending no. Star Trek 4 for the eighth time. <laughs> no, 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 no. You could be like, I recommend you boldly go to a Denny's and get a Grand <laughs> Slam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, go go there and be like, excuse me, do you rem- do you still have any dishes on the menu from your uh, Hobbit promotion? <laughs> and I'm like, like, what? What? I'm I- like, what about the Who burrito? Yeah, Hooba stink. They cr- they, they custom did. crafted a burrito here. Yeah, four you know? Denny's. Four Denny's. And you I- should know this. You work here. You know, the only question I have to ask about it's that deep Denny's lore is what the fuck is up, Denny's? Exactly. Who burritos is what, what's fucking up. Oh yeah. Uh, what do you got to recommend, Spencer? What do I got to recommend? Besides the Who burrito. Besides the Who burrito. Yeah, what do you, th- you think? Like, you think it'd be cool to p- stick your, you know, stick your dick in a Who burrito? Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Cover up the, the smell of pussy. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And the that, answer is, I'm, this. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure a Who burrito just makes you smell more like a pussy. <laughs> though. <laughs> I feel like only pussies order the Who burrito. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. probably the case. Um. 
Oh my god. Okay, so I reckon I, I had something for this and I forgot it, so I'm gonna come up with something else. Uh, I recommend a headless guitar or bass. I think you recommended. Uh, I did not. Did you didn't? No. I think it was a couple times ago, you recommended the guitar. I recommended playing guitar. Oh great. <laughs> You're really switching it up here, Spencer. Thanks for being so creative. Uh, with your record. How about I go first? Yeah, you can go first. Uh, I would highly recommend um, actually a couple books. Got two recommendations here. I'm halfway through the second one, and it's amazing so far. So first one is going to be The End of Policing by uh, Alex yeah. Vitale. You posted about this on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just just really great book. Uh, gives a great sociological breakdown of ex- exactly what the police are entrusted with, why we shouldn't entrust them with those things, yeah, yeah, yeah. and how to make it better. Yeah. It's uh it's great if you, you know, need good information on why a cab, why defund the police, why abolish the police, those important questions like this is a great run through on that. Hell yeah. Uh next book I'm gonna recommend Before the Storm by uh Rick Perlstein. I think I got that right. Okay. Uh, it is a huge book about fucking Barry Goldwater and the um, kind of the the Southern strategy and the Democratic and Republican parties flipping from being respectively like more progressive and uh, conservative, and it is absolutely fascinating. Okay. It's a great breakdown on exactly why American politics is and has been the way it is since we were born and since as long as we can remember. And it's um it's it's a great insight into like all those actors and like a ton of history cuz like Barry Goldwater was very instrumental Who to Who's Barry Goldwater? Uh he was an American senator from Arizona. Um uh John McCain took his seat after he died. Um and very in the same kind of way. He uh, he's he also ran for president on the Republican ticket in 1964 on, against um, Lyndon Johnson oh. and lost in one of the biggest margins of all time. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty pretty. Funny. Oh, I yeah okay, I know who this guy is. Yeah, and yeah, you've you've definitely seen him before, and he was like, I I'm mean, pretty he was, sure he, I he listened was very public. to a podcast about that guy. Yeah, you might have. Yeah, he's because he's he's very important in a lot of political history in the conservative movement, and that's why I got to learn more about him to learn why I need to hate him. Because fuck the American conservative movement. It is fascist in nature, religious in execution, and fucking frightening, terrifying, and evil at its core. Yeah. What, do you got, what do you got to recommend, Spencer? Tight. Uh, okay, so I do have a recommendation. This is a little goofy, but I'm, I'm recommending it anyway. Oh, okay. you, you mean Max? Oh. Hey, right? Because he's a little goofy. What's up, you son of a bitch? Suck my dick. What? Go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm very confused. Uh, Ma- Max from like the Goofy and Max, Goof Troop, he's a little goofy. That's true. He is a little goofy. Because he's Goofy's son. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, sorry. Uh, anywho, uh, <laughs> the pizza looks really good in that movie. Like it's so cheesy. It's so cheesy. It's so uh, cheesy I actually watched a really pizza. good YouTube video the other day of a chef who was like, "I'm gonna make a pizza this cheesy, like the one from Whoa. an extreme or uh, from a Goofy movie," and so he made like uh, like two layers of cheese basically. 
Like oh. you put like a crust within a crust, and there was like a layer of cheese in between those crusts, and then another layer of sauce and then cheese, and it looked so good. Wow, that looks in- that sounds incredible. I love that. Yeah. Um, so here's my recommendation. Uh, if uh, if you have a reasonably powerful PC, um, mm-hmm. I have a big recommendation. Uh, I don't believe in PC culture, Spencer. <laughs> I'm with Joe Rogan on this one. Yeah, yeah, you would be. Uh, yeah. So if you have a reasonably powerful PC, um, you owe it to yourself to check out Microsoft Flight Simulator. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason being uh, is that it's it's amazing, and they mapped the entire world. Yeah. They mapped the entire world. Okay. Yep. It is not always the most accurate, depending on the city that you go to, but it's like, it, it remarkably looks, it remarkably captures the feel, the look and feel of a place. So what, uh, I gotta ask, what have you 9-11 so far? Oh, that is why I brought this up. Okay. Thank you, Britt. Well, okay, I, so. I know you, Spencer. I, have, I know I know the first thing you do when you get on uh, Flight Simulator is uh-huh. like, what should I terrorize? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so I actually went really hard onto this. I actually bought a HOTAS, Britt. I bought yeah. a HOTAS controller. Now, HOTAS is a, is a uh, you've seen it in the other room. So it's There's like a, some HOTAS in this house. There's, there's some, some HOTAS in this house. house. There's some HOTAS. In the start, there, there is mm-hmm. so uh, one one of it. One controller is like a joystick uh, that can like twist sideways and like move in all directions. And there's like a bunch of buttons on it. And then on, for your left hand, there's a throttle. Is that um, a is that a joi stick? Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, it's like a throttle and a joystick. Anyways, it makes flying the planes pretty fun, pretty accurate. So and the uh, jerk off instruction. Yeah. VR. Yeah. That's yeah. Good for that. VR. Too. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the very first thing that I did is 9 11, my current work. Yeah. Uh, and holy shit. So uh, you're on a list now, Spencer. Bro, you know that, right? Uh, so I had, a, I had a friend hanging out with me at the time, and my friend filmed me without my knowledge. I, did, I wasn't aware that they were filming me. And in the, in the recording, I sound so happy. Huh. Uh, I, I am just like laughing gleefully and like, I just yelling and then I yell, ha ha ha, fuck you, Steve Jobs, and then fly a plane into a building. And it's uh it's just great. Uh uh S- Steve Apple? Yeah, yeah. Steve Apple. Steve Apple, right. A- yeah. Ashton Kutcher is Steve Apple. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's who he played in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Who who played him in the other movie? Uh Michael Fassbender? Oh yeah. Okay. Michael Apple, sorry. Michael Apple. Michael Apple. Applebender. Michael McIntosh. Michael McIntosh, yes. correct. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so anyways, like, go, my recommendation to you is for your own mental health and personal well-being, download the 358 gig installer Holy for shit. Microsoft Flight that's Simulator. That's enormous. Christ almighty. You got to have a lot of free space on your C drive, that, I'm just saying. That's got to be, like, one of the top five biggest games ever Released. Uh, that's huge. It's you know, there's a, quite a few games that are there are that like big I mean, I think days. I think Eve at this point, like the full edition is fucked. Uh, so yeah, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019 oh, yeah. is, right. is yeah. I think nearing it's 290 gigs, which is pretty big. Yeah, didn't they yeah. release? Isn't the game not that big? But they released an update that was like 200 gigs or some ridiculous. Shit. No, it's always been huge, but it keeps mm-hmm. getting bigger. It's ridiculous. I swear. Anyways, uh, you owe it to yourself to download Microsoft Flight Simulator. You owe it to yourself to free up 350 gigs of space, download it, install it, 9-11, a building. It's really good. It's really fun. I cannot recommend it enough. 
There is no like explosions or anything when you do this. It's Boo. like the game wants to discourage you from doing it, but it, it's still worth it. It's really fun. It's really funny. And I can't recommend it enough. That's my recommendation for the. You know what the, the um, I, I I gotta <clears> say <throat> this. Uh, they need to get the mod community to build a nine eleven patch into Microsoft Flight Simulator. Well, so they did that with another game that's out right now called Teardown. Uh, well, te- you, terrorist down. So Teardown is like a voxel based game where it's like people can create structures of any type. Okay. Somebody actually created a plane gun that you just point at a building. And it sends a plane crashing into the building, <laughs> so you can nine eleven whatever you want. And if you if you Google if you type into YouTube uh, tear down nine eleven, it'll come up with like a thousand videos of people recreating nine eleven and tear down. We love that. It's pretty great. So I, I I I recommend doing that. Yeah. Well, you're on lots of lists now, Brit. I'm always on a list. Speaking of people well, that are on a list, I think it's time. For I mean, my favorite segment of the show. The police force you to sign up for one of those lists every month, but we won't talk about that. No, I, I'll only talk about it with the neighbors I'm legally required to. Yep. I got an Uber the other day, uh-huh. and the driver was blazed out of his mind. Yeah. But uh, one of the best and most thorough drivers I've ever had. Yeah. He left no turn unstoned. <laughs> uh, how okay. is, speaking of drivers, professional drivers, how is DoorDash like giving your midwife a one wood for helping you give birth? The golf club one wood. Okay. How's, I don't know. That's DoorDash, like giving your <laughs> midwife a one-wood for helping you give birth. How? How? Well, both are delivery drivers. Yep. Wow. That one's a stretch. That one's a stretch, man. Uh, <laughs> I like it, though. Um, uh-huh. Yep. I, I, got, I got some strippers to cater a party recently. Nice. Uh, one of the attendees complimented um, me on the hors d'oeuvres, and I told him they prefer to be called sex worker d'oeuvres. <laughs> nice. Uh, why do Native Americans dislike simple preparations of flan? Why? Uh, they don't like general custard. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you call it when a bodybuilder has a grand mall seizure? Oh, what? A protein shake. Uh-huh. Uh, why <laughs> Why could none of Johnny Cash's bodyguards afford rent? Why? Well, they were all strapped for cash. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I don't have any supervision, except sometimes my boss calls to check in at work. So the other day, I was busy watching porn, and my boss called. Meh. <laughs> But I was honest and told her I was hard at work. <laughs> you. I signed up for the Roth. That sounds like something that happened to you. I signed up for the <laughs> Roth IRA at work. Uh-huh. It's not what I thought, though. And unfortunately, we don't get to bomb Roth Northern Irish targets. <laughs> oh, no. I use all of my apps in night mode, which makes me feel like I'm really 
pulling one over on the Queen of England. Oh, yeah. It's knight mode. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm a, a knight. Uh-huh. Sir. Yeah. All right. I'll end on this one. Actually, I won't end on this one. I have another brief segment after this. Uh-huh. This is the end of my jokes. <clears throat> I recently started a political action committee to uh-huh. get more paraplegics into office, but we can't seem to find anybody to run. <laughs> and uh, so... So in order to uh, write jokes every week, I, I scour the internet and like look at other people's jokes and kind of like write down what I think is funny and kind of rework a lot of stuff into like jokes I think are funnier and stuff like that. Yeah. And in as much, uh, I go every now and again to a subreddit called r slash one-liners. Okay. And uh, I keep on seeing fucking dog shit jokes on there. <laughs> And it's great because the community knows when something's dog shit, uh-huh. and they will always have zero upvotes. Like, no one will upvote it at yeah. all. And it's it's always funny. And so I actually went ahead and wrote down some of those. And I'm going oh, nice. to tell these jokes because they are amazing anti-humor. Okay, I'm ready. So, so here's my bad bucket jokes. <clears throat> Two women walked into a library. Uh-huh. They cleaned it so well. <laughs> That's actually incredible. <laughs> I realized that woman splaining means woman complaining when talking to a feminist. <laughs> Oof. Here's one. Yeah, you cared just as much as Putin cares about Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's a joke. Yeah, it is. This is this is my favorite. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it through this one because. I, I have no idea how this was supposed to be structured, what they meant behind it. It's like it was translated from, like, four different languages, but originally written by, like, a Mexican computer. Okay. It makes no sense. Here we go. <laughs> Red hot chili peppers could beat cancer. Reached for comment, Flea says, I have cancer. <laughs> yes. Exactly. What does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, it means flee. I hope you get better soon, man. He died. Okay. James Bond walks into a bar and says, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> what? Is that the whole joke? Yep. <laughs> Coronavirus had to self-quarantine against Chuck Norris. Uh, whoa. Are we really doing Chuck Norris jokes in that, 2022? Th- this joke, to be fair, was written one year ago. That <laughs> doesn't make it fair. No, it doesn't. That adds nothing. That adds no legitimacy to that joke. Here, here's a joke. Bitch didn't even have a taint. Just one big asshole. <laughs> That's incredible. That's how I'm going to describe somebody. Describe me that way, Britt. <laughs> Please. Okay. <laughs> um, as a European, going to work doesn't make sense. <laughs> and then so, the only zero upvotes, but there was a comment on there with like 10 upvotes that said, uh, the subunit of the euro is sense, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, 
That joke doesn't make any you know, sense on any level. You know, uh, you know what would be the best though is like somebody telling that joke and then somebody yelling from the audience that, and then the person on stage just kind of shrugging. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's. I don't. I don't. I don't write the jokes. But oh yeah, I do. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Wait. <laughs> Shit. All right. Um, a couple more here. Uh huh. My friend has a little date indicator, but I said, hey, not on my watch. Uh, All right, here's, here's the last one. Hurt me. Hey, Spencer. Uh-huh. I suffer from ADH squirrel. Uh, is that the whole joke? That's the whole joke. I hate that. Ha 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 ha! Fucking joke. Why? Why are squirrels the LOL random of animals? Why? Why do people always go to squirrels? Uh, I think it's probably because in that movie Up, there was that oh. dog. It was like squirrel, you know, and people are like, "Oh, I'm right. just like that dog because I am always getting okay. distracted." I'm okay. like, "Have some fucking self discipline, idiot." That's, like, that's go to weird. a therapist, like. Bro, that's the second time somebody's brought the movie up up to me today. Brought up up to you? Yeah. Yeah. You, you How do you br- feel when someone brings up up? I'm never gonna let I'm never gonna give them up. I, I, You're gonna I, never gonna let them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never gonna run around. Yeah, it makes me wanna throw up up. <laughs> you know, my dog ate uh, a Pixar film, but mm-hmm. he threw up. <laughs> 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 that was in the bad jokes that someone else made. That, was, that wasn't me. Yeah, uh, no, definitely wasn't you. Definitely, no, no definitely wasn't you. Hey, uh, we're done with the show. No. Hey, Spencer, where can I find you on the internet? I mean, don't, but if you wanna, at New Metal Cult. That's with a V, Cult. KVLT. KVLT, like the black metal guys. And that's that's new, like NU metal, not N-E-W metal. Uh, the part that I hate is the explaining. Why do I got to explain? No, I'm, I'm mansplaining it for you, Spencer. Oh, thanks. I'm they, them explaining it for you. What about wizard-splaining, where you use a bunch of big words? Uh, yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's fun. Yep. Yeah. Patronus! Uh, what, what about you? Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me down in a hole. Ooh, yeah. Uh, no, but you can actually. The weird. Yeah. Great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me in um, uh, hell. Yeah. I'll see you in hell, my, my friend. friend. See you in hell, my friend. Um. So I don't know the the guy that guy from uh uh fucking Grim Reaper. He lost one of his legs, so now he performs oh, no. with a metal leg. It's sick as fuck. Oh, that's so badass. Yeah. yeah he's pretty cool. Dude, he is cool. Uh, but you can find me uh, at Dog Vorbis on most socials. But you know what? Hit us up on at a bucket cast, and let's get freaky deaky, you dumb bitch. Yeah, cool. Uh, I've been Spencer. And I've been Britain. You've been listening to Getting Head Up Bucket Cast. Stay crazy, bucket heads. Namaste.
get the the extra part of the show, the bonus epic zone. Ralph battles in history, baby. Uh, yeah, so this, this is the part is, of, yeah, this yeah. is the part of the show where we remake a scene, a scene from uh, 2009's Ming Hags, directed and written by Bam Margera. Yeah, and this is uh this is just a wild scene. We're just going to show you the scene. We rewrite it every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the scene right here. Jesus Christ, Ralph. Are you supposed to go out looking for a job today? Nah, there's a b-ball game coming on at four. You can't watch no b-ball game. You gotta get a job. Nah, I'm gonna try to get laid tonight. Ralph, I'm getting tired of it. You're gonna get a job today. T-O-D-A-Y. This is muffed up. I'm taking a day off. Back in the war, we kill sissies like you. I'd like to shoot you, stupid. You couldn't hit the side of a barn. If we were in the jungle, I'd slice your throat. And this isn't the jungle. My cat will save me. I can't believe that I had sex to even make you. Sex makes people? What a waste of pleasure. My name is Ralph. Your forehead makes a good target. By the end of the day, you better have a job or else. You see this? It's gonna hurt. Get a job. That rocks. Hell yeah, my sunglasses just dematerialized during that. Did they fall apart? What happened? I don't know. Uh, just one of the screws fell out. Hate to see it. Hate yeah. to see it. I got a repair kit at home. I can repair it real easy. But... Well, let's see here. Yeah. What are we doing? We got what? What Ralph scenes we got today? Uh, it looks like we got one uh, concerning Rob Halford from Judas Priest, and oh. one concerning Colonel Sanders from KFC. Oh wow! The, the KFC one is more on on brand, I think, for the show. Yeah. So why don't we do that one second? We'll close okay. with that one. Indeed, we will. Uh, so, uh, okay. So mine is about Rob Halford, and in the '90s, in the late '90s. Or sorry, not late nineties, the early nineties, nineteen ninety specifically, they Judas Priest, the band, was taken to court uh over the suicide death of two men, uh, like an eighteen year old and a twenty year old, who claimed that they were uh like influenced to kill themselves by Judas Priest's music. Or their their parents claimed that they were influenced to kill themselves by Judas Priest's music. Specifically subliminal messages in the music. Um, so they actually had to go to court. They were in court for 30 days straight in Reno, Nevada in 1990. Uh, they ended up winning uh, the case, or the, it was they were found to not be liable or at fault or anything. But it's like, just a weird part of uh, American history. So this is uh, Rob Halford and a representative from the other side, conservative America, mm-hmm. trying to go after Judas Priest. Yeah. Would you like to be <clears throat> Rob Halford or conservative America? You're going to be. Uh, I'm no. I'm actually going to be Rob Halford um, okay. in this case. Uh, so uh, we should switch up the scene here to represent that. Uh, so here we go. I will be the Ralph character, aka Rob Halford. You ready to do this? Jesus Christ, Judas Priest, vocalist Rob Halford. Aren't you supposed to have subliminal messages in your music that encourage your friends to commit suicide? Are we really going with that voice? <laughs> That's not what your line says. <laughs> are, do you, are we going to have to do this again? I, I'm sorry. I think we have to do it again. I was taken aback by the voice. It, it was a lot. I'm sorry. Let's, okay, let's try again. 
Jesus Christ, Judas Priest, vocalist Rob Halford. Aren't you supposed to have subliminal messages in your music that encourage your fans to commit suicide? Those are World Tour we're leaving on in four days. Can't do no World Tour. You gotta go to trial and Reno over your subliminal messages. Nah, I'm gonna try to get laid tonight with dudes. Rob Halford, I'm getting tired of it. You've got another thing coming today. T-O-D-A-Y and it's not a dude. This is muffed up. I'm taking the day off. Back in conservative traditional values America, we ban music made by psychos like you. I'd like to see you prosecuted, stupid! You couldn't prosecute the side of a barn. If we were in church, I'd banish those demons inside of you. Well, this isn't your church. I can have as many demons inside me as I want. I can't believe you might have kids yourself someday. Do you think the kind of sex I'm having makes people? What a waste of pleasure! My name is Rob. Your metal band Satanic Image remakes a good target rabbit. By the end of this trial, you better care more about the youth of America. You hear these subliminal messages? No? Well, well they're still gonna hurt a lot of kids. G go to hell! Jesus Christ, your voice, Brit. What's wrong with, I need sugar water? Yeah, that's Sugar what, water! That's what I was thinking the entire time. I was like, are you doing this bad Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black? Vincent D'Onofrio is a bad Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black, and he's amazing. True. That's true, he is, he is. He is amazing. He is amazing, we do love that. All right. All right, what do we, what's this... Colonel Sanders thing. All right. This uh, next thing is something that actually happened in history. Uh, Colonel Sanders, uh, Kentucky Colonel, Colonel Sanders, founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, back uh, after he started his Kentucky Fried Chicken chain and uh, mm -hmm. gas station back in the 1950s, uh, there was a competitor in town, and his name was uh, – I got it in some uh, some notes here. One sec. Mm -hmm. this, uh, his name was Matt Stewart. Had a competing uh, chicken chain around town, right? Yeah. And uh, Colonel Sanders, one of his big things, he was big into advertising, and so he would uh, pay people if they had, like, a big side of their barn that, like, faced the road or something. Mm -hmm. He'd pay them to, like, let them paint, like, KFC this way or whatever on, on the side of their barn. And so... Okay, smart move, smart yeah, business move. Yeah, and he, he did that, and this, this guy, his competitor, uh, decided to go ahead and paint over it, and he kept on painting over ones. Oh, shit. And... Um, Colonel Sanders, like, uh, heard about it and called him, and he's like, hey, if you keep on painting over my signs, I'm going to shoot you. And, nah. and so the guy, when he went to go paint signs, started taking a gun with him for protection to paint over uh, Colonel Sanders' signs. So this is uh, 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 one, one time uh, Colonel Sanders was hanging out making chicken, 
with one of his managers, and uh, he heard that this guy was painting over one of his signs. So he goes to rush, find out what's happening, and this is what transpires. Okay. I think I'm going to play the other guy. Okay, I will definitely be Colonel Sanders. You seem like Colonel Sanders. Ah, I done Ricky. Yeah, Where does this take place? I assume the South. Yeah, Kentucky or somewhere. Okay. All right. You ready? Yep. Jesus Christ, Colonel Sanders! Aren't you supposed to get back to your gas station and sell more chicken? Now, my friend, there's an ass kicking coming your way in just about four seconds. You can't kick my ass. You gotta get that friendly competition. Nah, I'm gonna kick your ass and get paid tonight. Sanders, I'm getting tired of it. You can't keep just paying people to put your KFC advertisements everywhere. You're running my chicken shack out of business. You're gonna stop today. T-O-D-A-Y. Well, my friend, this is muffed up. My manager, see here, he has a gun. Back in my hometown, we'd kill idiots like you. I'd like to kill you, stupid. Well, you just shot and killed my here manager. You can't shoot or paint over my advertisement on the side of this here barn. If we were in my chicken shack, I'd slice your throat. Well, my friend, this is not your chicken shack, and my manager's gun will save me. I can't believe your 11 secret herbs and spice... Oh. I can't believe your 11 secret herbs and advertisements are running me out of business. Uh, you have a business? What a waste of a point. What a waste of paint. Oh. Yeah. What a waste of paint. My name is Colonel Sanders. God damn, you hit your target. You, you shot me. P please have mercy and just let the cops come arrest me. You win. You you and your Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> it's finger licking good. <laughs> Absolutely. That, uh, that was the, fun. The guy who shot um, the Colonel Sanders' manager uh, went on to serve uh, 18 years in prison for murder. Wait, so Colonel Sanders shot him back? Yeah, he shot him back, and he didn't serve any jail time whatsoever because he did it in self-defense. Wow. He shot him in the soldier, and the guy was like, oh, fuck it, it's over. You killed me. Shot him in the soldier? Shoulder. Ah. Uh. You know, I've got I've got soul, but I'm not a shoulder. <laughs> uh shoulder boy. Head and head and soldiers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the end. Headed soldiers is probably the name of the episode. Head and soldiers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>